I'm Helen Lewis, Managing Editor here at the Colorado Springs Independent. This is the Indy 15, the weekly show that recaps what you need to know in the news. Our guest in the studio today is Greta Anderson. Greta wrote the story in this week's Indy about the battle over a new come and go. Greta, welcome to the Indy 15. Thanks, Helen. So this fight over plans for a 24-hour come and go in the Ivy Wild neighborhood um, council recently made a decision on it. But where did this story start for you? Can you tell us a bit about that background? Yeah, um, I picked up the story uh, when there was an appeal of uh, the come and go site to the planning commission, um, which is the first body that it reaches before city council. Um, there was a little bit of debate between neighbors and the come and go representatives at that point about whether this site is the best place for a come and go. Um, and the commission weighed in to say, no, it was not. Um, then it reached city council after that. So let's back up a little bit and talk about this. The come and go, what do they have planned for that site specifically? Um, what's the, what are they going to build? How long is it going to be running? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the plan is for a 24-hour gas station and convenience store at this corner of uh, West Brookside Street and uh, South East Street. Um, it is a about a four-acre area um, on the corner there. It used to be the consignment gallery, which is now closed and also includes some vacant uh, parcels of land right next to where the consignment gallery was. Um It is right next to some low-income housing, um, the Brookside Garden Apartments, um, which are mostly occupied by seniors on fixed income, some people with disabilities. Um, The owner of that apartment has kept rent low on purpose for uh, quite a while now, many years, um, in order to accommodate some of those um, residents. But it is literally the, the fence that come and go put up um, around their property where they're now be building. Um, it is about five feet away from the windows of those residents in the Brookside Garden Apartments. So the neighbors in that area, what are their concerns about this 24-hour gas station going up? Yeah, so the site previously being um, the consignment gallery, it had typical business nine to five hours Um, With a come and go there, there will be activity at that site um, 24 hours most likely. Um, Another concern was the um, trucks transporting fuel um, coming in and out of that corner um, potentially all day long. That's what the the neighbors expressed some concerns about that. Um, As well as noise, they were concerned that maybe uh, crime would be attracted to that corner um, because there's a come and go there. Um, come and go actually did show some crime statistics from other uh, come and go sites in the springs, um, and it kind of depended on on where the area mm-hmm. of of the come and go was. Um, but neighbors' argument was come and goes attract crime, um, and so they didn't really want to see that, especially those lower income seniors who might not be able to defend themselves from crime. In a lot of cases, they were absolutely concerned with that. So you touched on that there's been back and forth over this decision. Can you walk us through um, what the decisions and appeals have been, just those steps, how it's bounced back and forth? Yeah. So first, um, the first step is always with these development plans to go to the planning department of the city and the staff there at the planning department um, checks whether the plan um, coincides with 
with city zoning policies. Um, and then, and, and at that point, the, the city staff determined, yes, this come and go meets all the criteria. Um, it moved forward at that point. Um, but once the neighbors caught wind of that, they appealed the planning department's decision. And so at that point, it reaches the planning commission, um, which is a, I believe it's a seven-person body. On this particular decision, there were five members present, um, and they vote on whether they agree with the planning department's original determination. Um, in this case, they voted four to one not to agree with the planning department, so against come and go. Um, and at that point, uh, come and go or whomever can um, appeal the planning commission's <laughs> decision and um, come and do, co- come and go did so, mm-hmm. um, and then it reaches city council, um, and that was the uh, meeting on August 9th last week, um, where city council weighed in on whether to agree with the planning commission and say come and go should not build here, or uh, agree with the neighbors, uh, or I'm sorry, agree with come and go and, and say they should build there, or agree with the neighbors um, and say they should not. Mm-hmm. Sorry, lots of lots of <laughs> lots back, of and, back forth and forth appeals. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much there were there were appeals on both sides, and so it reached those two different bodies. So you went to that meeting, that mm-hmm. hearing, and um, can you talk about who spoke there, who was heard, um, and what the what the mood was there? Yeah, um, it was mostly um, occupied, and and most of the speakers were um, against the come and go. Um, many of them Ivy Wild residents, including three residents and the owner of those Brookside apartments. Um, and it was really emotional. Um, the The residents talked about how this could really diminish their quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, the apartment owner, Clay Taylor, he talked about how he was concerned um, it might diminish the property value of his apartments. Um, and so um, afterwards, I, I approached him and asked, um, you know, what he's thinking about after city council ultimately sided with come and go. Um, and he didn't really know what his mm-hmm. next steps would be, um, whether he would consider selling or not. But, um, you know, either way, it's it's likely they expect it to upend their lives, basically. Um, the uh, hearing also included come and go's defense. Um, they had some representatives there um, talking about some of their uh, programs in the community and and their other sites in the community. Um, they shared those um, crime statistics as well that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I mean, a majority of that session was against come and go. So that area, that site is actually zoned, you know, a convenience store and a gas station is one of the acceptable uses under the current zoning. But there's a pretty vaguely worded clause in the zoning code mm-hmm. that's been a point of contention all along. Can you sort of explain what that was and what the argument around it was? Yeah, this was, I mean, the main sticking point throughout this entire back and forth appeal and, and um, the discussion here um, was that section of zoning code. It's 7.5502E, um, and it includes a list of criteria, including this one particular criteria that says um, development plans must be, quote, harmonious and compatible, unquote, with the surrounding neighborhood. Um, So super objective standard. um, And I think it's the or subjective rather. Mm -hmm. um, And I think it's the reason why this got appealed so many times and the reason why the planning commission and city council ultimately 
um, decided differently on this. Um, it's almost purely up to opinion. Um, in one of the stories I wrote um, after the, the commission um, vote, uh, the uh, planning and community director, uh, Peter Wysocki, said, you know, we can't really objectively look at this uh, criteria. So he explained they mostly look at the the zoning code. And um, as you mentioned, this particular site was zoned for C5. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ultimately the neighbors argued, you know, this is not harmonious and compatible. Um, the switch from the nine to five consignment gallery to a 24 hour gas station is not compatible with the previous use of the site. Um, they talked about how when you go um, on Westbrook Side Road from that site, um, you start getting into residences. And of course, the, the Brookside Garden Apartments are right behind it. So in their view, this was obviously not harmonious and compatible. Um, however, City Council saw it differently. And um, I think most of the arguments in favor of the come and go by City Council members um, stuck to that um reality that it is zoned for C5 and gas stations and convenience stores are a a use of C5 zoning. This also um, ended with an online petition that got going. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, residents and uh, the Ivy Wild Improvement Society and Skyway Associations, two Mm -hmm. of the neighborhoods that are are nearby the site, they um, helped circulate a petition that I learned during um, the August 9th council meeting was actually started by the daughter of one of the Brookside Garden apartment residents. Um, by the time the meeting started, it had gathered about 900 different signatures. It was a change.org petition, so we're not really sure if those were residents mm-hmm. um, or people in Colorado Springs in general. But um, the number of signatures reached more than 900, and it was something mentioned throughout the hearing as um, an argument against the come and go. Right. But so ultimately, council decided in favor of come and go. Mm -hmm. Is that the end of the road? Are there any more steps? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the end of this particular um, fight against come and go. Um, There's no other appeals that can be made. Uh, City Council is the last Mm -hmm. last step here. Um, However, there was some discussion throughout all of this about, um, you know, how how the city might uh, approach zoning in the future to avoid conflicts like this. Um, there were some interesting comments by uh, council member Nancy Henjum about um, whether there should be particular rules for gas stations. Um, for example, like um, how much of a, a buffer there should be between a gas station and residential homes, for example. Um, and I, that I thought was interesting and I think could come up in the city's um, current redevelopment of their um, zoning code, the retool COS process. Um, That's something that could come up as well as um, some of the, you know, aside from the the subjective section of uh, 502 in the code, um, that will be included in retool COS based on the latest draft of that um, new zoning code policy. Um, But there's also discussion about other ways um, neighborhoods and and not not neighborhoods that are officially designated as historic, but neighborhoods like Ivy Wild that consider very much consider themselves historic, um, how they could have more of a say in development plans. Um, There's a couple examples of that in retool and, and things that are being discussed. So because it was a split vote from council, wasn't it? 
It was a six to three vote. Mm. Um, Nancy Hendrum, uh, Stephanie Fortune, and uh, Bill Murray uh, voted against, and the other council members voted for. So um, your story is in this week's Indie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show everybody. So it's in this edition. You can read more about it. Um, so Greta, thank you for joining us um, in the studio. Um, everyone, don't forget to pick up this week's Indie, The Nerd Issue. Um, it's available in newsstands and digitally through our website, csnd.com. Let us know what you thought about the show or the paper on our social media everywhere. We read every single thing you post, so post away. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe and don't forget to click that bell to get notifications whenever we post new videos. This show was produced by Dave Gardner and Nick Raven. The video cast was directed by Nick Raven and distributed by our digital team, which is Sean Cassidy and Michaela Jones. Dustin Glatz is our art director. Brian Grossman is our editor-in-chief and Amy Gillantine is our publisher. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of the Indie 15.